To women who hoped to evade the ticking clock of time, Dr. Frederick Brandt was the most potent drug dealer in the world. And the dealer got high on his own supply. From Imperative Entertainment and the team behind Broken Hearts comes a new series that will challenge everything you know about fame, fortune, and the fear of growing old. I'm Justine Harmon, and this is The Baron of Botox. What's up, podcast listeners and YouTube watchers, and welcome back to another movie review. I'm Chase Lee, and the movie I'm going to be talking about right now is The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Now, this one comes from A24, and it is co-written and directed by Joe Talbot. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And this one tells the story of Jimmy Fails, um, also played by Jimmy Fails. He plays a, he plays himself. Um, uh, and, and this one kind of focuses on Jimmy's character, searching for this house in San Francisco that his family owned and he feels like it's it's his right to be there he his grandfather built that thing in the 30s or 40s uh, from his story that he um uh, proclaimed and you know this is a guy that really never had any parents growing up and any parental figures and so he's always been by himself and he always feels like he's been outcast and just left behind by this this world this cruel world and you know this is the only thing that he can kind of hold on to uh because it's actually uh, physically standing there. Um, this isn't some hypothetical thing. It's like, there's a house that's there. He wants this. He, he feels like this is the, the true connection to between him and his past. While unfortunately we are in 2019 and you know, the city is always moving forward, you know, going, uh, to the future. And this is a man that is trying to hold on to everything he can from his, um, his family and his family line. And so, you know, going into this movie, I had no idea what it was about. Uh, I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, "This is this looks like a beautiful film." Uh, you know, it looks not only just gorgeous cinematography wise, but it looks like this is going to be something to really touch upon the soul and focus on uh, story and characters and really just tackle this human story uh, while also looking um, incredibly vibrant and just luscious with its cinematography. And so. I was excited from the trailer, and of course, A24, so I watched the movie, and first of all, I loved it, and it's gonna, it's currently in my top 10 of the year so far, but the best way I would describe it, and keep this in mind, I don't mean this is an insult, this is actually a, a pretty interesting uh, analogy I came up with, but um, just hear me out, so this was like... If you went to a coffee house, right, and they have an open mic, and you know, typically people on open mic are terrible. They get up there and do some stupid stand-up, or they bring up their little ukulele and do uh, some song that they've been writing for the past like 25 years, and you're just like, please get off the stage. This film was like that one person in the back of the coffee house that went up to the front, and we're like, all right, we're just, we're just tired of people going up there and really kind of botching this. And then this person just starts talking. And reads us a poem. And we're sitting there kind of mesmerized by what they're saying. It's powerful. It's deeply affecting. It's emotional. And so that's what this film was like. It was like watching poetry in motion. And I mean that in the best way possible. Because I know a lot of people might kind of roll their eyes and be like, really? Poetry? Grow up. Um... But, uh, yeah, it was like watching a poem in motion. So, 
to kind of jump into uh, Joe Talbot a little bit, this guy has never directed a full-length feature. This is his first uh, full-length feature. He has uh, directed, written, and produced a short film, and that was it. This guy has little to no uh, uh, resume, and he makes this movie, and he has lived in San Francisco, so he wanted to make his first feature on his, his hometown, the place he is, is has lived, and really want to showcase the the flaws of the city, the beauty of the city, and make it its own breathing character, while also having a compelling human story and uh, creating this atmosphere of people we want to be around, people we want to hang out with, um, and just hear them talk, and just really get to see everyone's kind of scenarios, and um, Jimmy going to his dad, and his aunt, and his friend, and his friend's grandfather, it's just, it it just has this, like, really kind of, like, breath of fresh air, and this kind of lightness to it, and re- we really just want to be around these people, and just kind of soak in the dialogue, soak in their actions, and really just hang out with them. And so Joe Talbot, with this film, created atmosphere, created a lovable environment, you know, warts and all, um, and really, you know, kind of wrote these characters to where we would like them instantly. And from the people that, you know, they casted for this film, they were so appropriate for the roles like I didn't even feel like they were acting I felt like these were real people and we were following these real life situations so creating this atmosphere of San Francisco and making this story as uh, deeply affecting as it was is a huge accomplishment for your first ever feature film so Joe Talbot did a fantastic job in in that regard and then at the same time was was able to kind of throw in some real problems that San Francisco faces, like the the housing crisis, where there are probably more homeless people in San Francisco, California, in general, than most of the United States. It's not a message that hammers you over the head. It's just something that is brought up as a backdrop to this movie, but has the characters in the forefront and the story that Jimmy is trying to accomplish. So I thought that was also nice, just kind of bringing up um, some real issues with this city while also showcasing its beauty. It's just, it, it's a it's a love, love-hate thing, or the hate's a strong word, so like a love-frustrating type of relationship that Joe has with San Francisco, and that really kind of comes through on screen, and I, I really appreciated that. Um, and the story itself uh, um, of Jimmy and his, his goals is really, really... Um, affecting as well I, I i enjoyed it quite a bit like because when you when he sets up the premise you're like how are we going to stretch this out into a two-hour long movie and while grant it is a slow burn um you're just interested in where he's going to go next who is he going to talk to is he going to talk to a family member is he going to talk to his friend and just seeing this guy's passion and this guy's drive to get to this house and live there because he is so convinced that it's a part of his family line it's just, how do you not love that? I mean, this is a guy that's lost everything, and he, he is going after the one thing that he could possibly lose, but he wants he he wants this. And I, I found his character likable, and his friend, um, and uh, 
his, uh, his aunt and like his dad. And just everyone did such a great job. I didn't feel like they were acting. I felt like these were characters that we would see down the street and we just want to go hang out with because they seem like a lot of fun. But also, like I said, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of heartache in this movie. There's a lot of um, turmoil between Jimmy and his dad, or Jimmy and his friend. There's a lot of stuff going on, and so that's what makes it you know a really kind of deeply human story. It's not just um, you know some fluff piece on San Francisco. It's like there's real stuff going on here, and I I appreciate the grounded kind of sense of reality that uh, Joe was able to create while also making this film extremely beautiful it, it's it's shot well it's shot with these this uh symmetrical flair to it uh kind of reminds me of like wes anderson uh nothing wrong with that um but made it his own did different camera movements for each shot and just just um you know did a lot of reveals with pans or tilts and uh really kind of amped up the color in post and it's just it's just a gorgeous film to look at and so you know it, it kind of borderlines almost looking like like fantasy because I've been to San Francisco like a couple times and you know it's not as vibrant as I remember but you know that's the beauty of filmmaking right you know we can go and post and just amp up uh, the saturation but uh, yeah so it's a beautiful film to look at and to jump into the acting real quick it's phenomenal I I, I love uh, Jimmy uh, Jimmy Fails um, who plays Jimmy Fails in the movie uh, he is wonderful his friend uh, uh, played by Oh God! Uh, hold on. Uh, I got it right here. Uh, Jonathan Majors. He was the best part about the movie. He plays the friend to Jimmy, and oh God, there's a, there's one scene where he breaks down, kind of argues with uh, Jimmy a little bit, and it's really kind of heartbreaking. He 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 had the most like um, kind of energy to his performance out of everyone else but everyone else did a fantastic job but if i had to pick one to stand out it was him danny glover's in this he's great uh tachina uh, arnold plays the aunt she is fantastic in this film uh i had i feel like i haven't seen her in years um and then a lot of other people uh stand out but this is also a collective movie no one is out doing each other this is a collective piece in a wonderful ensemble i mean mike epps even shows up at one point and he's you know he's fun uh his character um uh everyone's got their own distinct personalities and uh just the way their characters um you know flow and how they act it's just everyone uh is different to a point where like if you show me their face i can tell you i'll be like oh yes this person was like this in the movie and this is uh their 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 struggles and all that stuff so yeah, it's uh, it's one of those uh, films that's just acted superbly. Um, so talk about the cinematography and the directing and the acting. Uh, I, a couple things. A uh, quick one, and then I'll, I'll get into uh, probably the best component about the movie. Um, it is a two-hour-long movie. It can feel a tad slow. I'm just throwing that out there. So if you are curious about this movie... Please do not be shut off by the two-hour runtime slow burn effect to this movie. I think there is enough meat on the story and dealing with the characters and the characters themselves and the atmosphere of this movie to really kind of like push through and kind of garner your interest uh, throughout the entire runtime. So I'm hoping this it doesn't shut off people, but I will tell you that it's not a fast-paced movie. It's got you know, some breathing room, and it just kind of 
plays itself out and you you kind of just absorb everything but it does move at just kind of this nice little steady pace nothing wrong with that but i just want to give you a heads up and the best component about this movie this is the best score i've heard all year so far now it's a tie between like this and like movies like us or um you know how train your dragon 3 but um this is by far the best thing i've heard so far it has this like ethereal quality to it it feels classical like it feels like a classic score that we're hearing in the making and that was the first time i heard it it just every single scene it kind of applies to the whole poetry thing i guess to kind of wrap it all all around it applies to the poetry analogy because the way the music moves throughout the scene and the way it kind of uh envelops the scene it just it swells with music and kind of just rides this wave, kind of comes down, rides the wave, and it just, it feels like an artist painting a brush. And it feels like someone standing up on stage reading this dialogue out, and we're just so moved by what we're hearing that um, you, you, you can't help but feel it deep uh, within you. This music is phenomenal, and it reminds me a lot of the kind of beautiful orchestral sound of like uh if beale street could talk um it just it fits the movie it doesn't feel out of place and it just enhances it to the nth degree i mean this film is already fantastic but the music just takes it to a whole other level and i gotta be honest with you i've sat and thought about this for a few days now because it's been a while since i've seen the movie there's nothing i don't feel like there's a negative with this movie the only negative i would say I want to hang out with these people more. I want to hang out with um, Danny Glover's character or Tachina Arnold or Jimmy Fails, uh, Jonathan Majors. Just every single person that I saw in this movie, I'm just like, I wish we had more time with them. So not really a complaint on the movie, just more of a selfish thing. But I absolutely love this movie. I don't know how much more I can um, convince you guys. If you were into independent films, A24 films, uh, or just movies that are different and just you want to take a break from the big blockbusters, please go see this movie. I think it's worth it. It, it is phenomenal. I, I love it. Um, So I'm going to give The Last Black Man in San Francisco a solid A. Uh, I typically don't go to the A plus unless I, I truly feel it or I'm just like, that is going to be a classic in the making. I'm going to look down years from now and just be like that still holds up i'm gonna see the second watch and if uh, it does reach that point i'll change my mind but for right now i'm gonna just give it the highest thing i can give it uh which is an a great stuff go check it out so let me know uh, your thoughts down below on the last black man in san francisco and what you thought about the movie um because maybe you hated it and i would like to know i'd like to know why so uh and i do read all the comments by the way so that will do it for this review guys i'm chase lee and tune in next time for whatever i've I review next. I'm slurring my words. I will see you guys later. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.